0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Moving on today in Parshas Korach with the second section really a continuation of yesterday's. So yesterday we understood Korach went around inciting people to rebel against Moshe with him. He already had gotten Das and Aviram, 250 of the Roshay Sanhedrin, mostly from Shevet Reuven, sounds like. And they were rebelling against the fact that they were saying Moshe seized power for him and those who he wanted without the instruction and divine inspiration that would make it appropriate. So we begin Shlishi today. Hashem says to Moshe and Aaron, separate yourselves from this camp. I'm going to wipe them all out. So we saw yesterday that Ara, that apparently Korach managed to, if not to get the people to join him on the practical level, but at least in a certain emotional level, they agreed with his words. So Hashem says, separate yourselves, Moshe and Aaron, from these people. I'm going to wipe them out again. The fourth time, I believe, that Moshe and Hashem says, I'm going to totally wipe them out. So Moshe turns to Hashem, and again, he saves them a fourth time, saves the Jewish people with his prayers. He says, you, Hashem, are not like a earthly king. Earthly kings, when some of a country rebels against him. So he doesn't know who it is, so he lashes out against all of them. But you know who the sinners are. So show that you know who the sinners are. Pinpoint them and target them, but not the rest of the people. And Hashem says, that's what I'm going to do. Shem says to Moshe, speak to the people. They should remove themselves from the tents of Korach, the dwellings of Korach, Dathan and Aviram, because they're going to suffer a terrible death, and they should not be involved in this. So Moshe tries a last-ditch effort to salvage Dathan and Aviram. Korach already, he couldn't have any success with. But he goes and he starts to command the Jewish people to stay away from the tents of Dostan and Aviram, hoping that Dasan and Aviram would be inspired by this also to do Teshuvah and not to be destroyed as we're about to see. However, as the Psukim tell us, V'dasan va'aviram yatsun Rashi says, like Goliath, some believable, Gadef. They came out stubborn and still with the same position of defiance and cursing and taunting Moshe Rabbeinu. They weren't hearing anything. And what ended up happening is, as Moshe says to the Jewish people, he says he lays it all out. He says if doesn't Aviram Korach, these people die in a in an in a uh, natural way on their deathbeds, and nothing out of the ordinary happens. So yet yeah, you can claim that I made it all up on my own and I didn't have divine inspiration in appointing Aharon as the Kohen godol Elitzafan Ben Uziel as the uh, as the Nasi of Kahas, but if and out-of-the-ordinary death occurs, and the earth opens up and swallows up Korach and his congregation, so then you'll know that Hashem sent me, and all of these decisions were made by the divine, and I didn't make them up on my own. And indeed, that's what ends up happening. The earth opens up, swallows Korach and his congregation, and all of his families, women and children included, and their wealth, and uh, they, get, they are swallowed up into the ground, and uh, buried like that. And then the so can finish off and say, finish off the parak perech zayin, that a fire emerged and consumed the 250 men who were offering this incense, standing there with the fire pans in this test to become the Kohen Gadol. So, as Moshe had said, something totally out of the ordinary occurred, solidifying his position as being totally sent by the Divine, by Hashem, not making up any of these positions on his own, just to claim power for his people. Rashi points out something very important over here. He says, come and see, this is on Pasach of Zion, when it says the women and the children also got killed by this. Although we do know actually some of Korach's righteous children who did shuva were spared, but in general, the women and children seem to also have been killed. So Rashi says, you see how terrible Machlokis is, because based in Shalmata, earthly courts only could punish at the age of 13, and heavenly courts only punish at the age of 20. Here, even Yonke shadayim, suckling babies, were involved in this destruction and got killed also along with this terrible Machlokas. So you see how terrible and destructive Machlokas is based on the horrible outcome that occurred. And we're going to stop here at the end of Perek Zayin. Tomorrow we'll see that uh, how the people react to this and what's supposed to be done with those firepans. Is rasham Everybody have a great day.